Good morning, I'm Earl Stewart. I welcome you to Earl Stewart on Cars, a live talk show all about how to buy, lease, maintain, or repair your car without being ripped off by a car dealer. With me in the studio is Nancy Stewart, my wife, co-host, and a strong consumer advocate, especially for our female listeners. We also have Rick Kearney, an expert on how to keep your car running right. I dare you to ask a question that Rick can't answer about the mechanics or electronics of your car. Also with us is my son, Stu Stewart, our link to cyber space through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. Stu is also the Spymaster Director of our Mystery Shopping Report. He dispatches our secret shopper weekly to an unsuspecting South Florida dealership. And now, on with the show. Good morning, everybody. Well, we're back, and we're live, and uh, we've got uh, Stu Stewart back, by the way. He's on vacation for a few days. He's back in the studio now, so we're uh, fully staffed. We got Nancy Stewart, Rick Kearney, and myself, Jonathan Cantor, uh, the uh, Earl and Cars team. And uh, I say this every week, but so far it's been true. The automotive business is just absolutely, I don't know what the word is. You could say it was terrible, it was great, it's exciting, it's different, Goofy. it's changing, it's everything. It's, uh, it's in an evolution like I've never seen in all my years in the business. And I've been in this business for you know, over 50 years, uh, everybody I talk to that's been in the business any length of time has never seen anything like the past three years. Uh, just when we think things are going to crash, they get better. Uh, we were talking three years ago about electric vehicles. Now electric vehicles have just taken off like crazy. And uh, it just, uh, uh, I don't know how, is I, I, I feel bad for you, the consumer. I feel bad for people out there that are thinking about buying a used car, a new car. I feel bad for people that are, are thinking about uh, selling their cars. Uh, the market is a challenge for the professionals. Us dealers spend more time talking about uh, what do we pay for a used car. If we don't know what we pay for a used car, how do you know what to pay for a used car? And that's part of the problem. Uh, and a reason, reason you have to be even more careful, uh, the market varies from location to location, depending on what state you're in uh, or part of the state, uh, what type of car. Electric vehicles are a bargain now. Uh, just recently, Tesla cut their price again. They're saying you can buy a brand new EV, Tesla electric vehicle, for $19,000. Now, the average price of a new car now is, is over fifty. So. Um, uh, it's interesting, and uh, we're here to try to answer your questions. Uh, if you've got anything uh, that you are concerned about mechanically, and I use that word loosely because it's really uh, electronically or computerly, if there's such a word, uh, computers and electronics are what have taken over mechanics. So you don't call a guy that can fix a car now a mechanic anymore, but we got a guy in the studio, Rick Kearney, they can diagnose anything wrong with your car. And I'm, I know that sounds like a, a grandiose statement, but you really, really can get most all of your answers from Rick. And uh, Rick is monitoring our YouTube channel. Uh, that's youtube.com forward slash Earl on Cars. We have a huge cadre of extremely knowledgeable uh, people that listen, watch, or stream on YouTube. We'd like you to join that team. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Earl on Cars, and then anything that you ask or suggest or comment on, uh, Rick sees that immediately. 
And we got Stu back in the studio. He's, he's monitoring our texting. And if you want to text us, uh, you go into uh, area code 772-497-6530, and you call that, or you text that, I should say, text your question. And we use text uh, to kind of like store up, because uh, if we get a bunch of text, we can get to them during the two hours of the show. Now, we're on from 8 a.m. Uh, to 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Time. And uh, during that two-hour spread, we will get to all of our text. We'll get to all of our YouTubes because we can go back. Now, the one venue to reach us that we really like because it deals personally, Nancy Stewart, to my left, she's my wife, my co-host, co-founder of the show 20 years ago. Uh, she's watching her laptop computer, and Jeremy in the studio will shoot the calls through so she'll know you've just called, and if you're waiting, she'll know you're waiting. And that number, please write this down if you haven't, uh, uh, not driving or can write it down safely, 877-960-9960. That's 877-960-9960. And uh, we will stop what we're doing because we prioritize phone calls. Uh, you can text all you want. But uh, I think we have a phone call. We do. We're going to go to the phones. And if you didn't jot that number down, it is 877-960-9960. You can also uh, text us at 772-497-6530. We're going to go to Dan, who's been holding from Michigan. Good morning, Dan. Hi. How are you doing? Good. What's up? Well, I purchased a vehicle... You know, we were the second owner. It was a, a Lincoln Aviator t t uh, 2020 from a dealership, and uh, it, they said that it was a, a dealer trade back, uh, trade in situation. Mm -hmm. You know, there were some minor things that you know the customer wasn't happy with, and Lincoln was, you know, very lenient, you know, uh, gracious on returns to satisfy customers. Mm -hmm. So. I asked the guy what was wrong with the car. He said, well, there was a cluster. The lights were coming on and went, you know, after the people bought it like four days and those lights were coming on and off. Problem, you know, they put a new cluster in, problem solved. Then there was a recall, just a basic recall that came in between, you know, the other issue. And, um, and each, I guess the, the deal, when I called the dealer to ver, I verified this, you know, based on what the, a salesman told me just to make sure it was accurate. The, uh, the second um, issue happened about 90 days after the first issue, and it was just a simple leak. You know, it says here customer uh, saw spots in their driveway, you know, eight, six to ten spots in the driveway, brought it in. There was a, a seal, uh, transfer case seal that had to be replaced. Problem solved. Now the customer goes to the dealer and says, hey, we've had issues. We want a different car. And so what do they do? Um, but when I called the deal, you know, the service department there, I asked them, was there, you know, what, was there a main issue? Was this a, a lemon uh, callback? And they said, no, the car did not, you know, based on their state laws in New Jersey, this is in New Jersey, said, nope did not qualify for a lemon law. And I said, 
well then oh and then at that point you know i was satisfied based on what the you know the original salesman was telling me so so again we get the car decide you know that at that point and then i asked the salesman again i said i'm not going to have any issues down the road when i try to trade the car and sell the car and am i nope it, you know it should show as a dealer trade back and you should be all set so we get the car delivered here and and so here we are three and a half years later we go to my wife says i want a different car we go to into the uh, into the dealership and they said you know the first they gave us a price of the of the vehicle said okay fine um we, but we're gonna have to uh, they had a car there and and then the dealer comes back after we sit down and says um we can't give you that price for your trade i said what's the problem uh there's some issues on the on the carfax you know carfax shows the car's a lemon and i'm like wow. that's a, yeah that's a, that's a, that's very interesting i um uh, Dan, um, uh, as I understand it now, uh, you have your car repaired at this dealership, and every time you had one of these issues, they did the repairs? Well, the original, again, the original people that owned the car, they only owned it for like three months. Mm -hmm. you know, and, then, and the dealership sent me copies of the their you know their uh, service issue. So I've got it in writing here what happened. And again, so... What happened is I, I called the you know the the service department back again and said when I called back three and a half years ago you said this car wasn't an issue you know there was no there were some minor things that happened that were all taken care of and they said yes that it was and I said I'm you know it's showing here in a Carfax that this, this is a lemon law and the and they looked back they looked again and said nope this does not qualify for a lemon law based on our state. You know, the car had this issue. The car, they had the car in for two days. Dan, uh, I, 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 we, uh, we've got a bunch of calls holding here. And I oh, think no. I, I okay. think I understand your, your problem. I, uh, it, go, go ahead. Yeah, sir. I looked on, see, Carfax, you know, there is the, uh, various states have the lemon laws, and that's, a, there's a federal lemon law, there's, um, and that's a specific procedure. Carfax um, considers a lemon um, if it has a substantial defect that the automatic automaker can't fix, so it's kind. Of, I don't think they necessarily have to go through a uh, this um, lemon law thing, but it actually says lemon. It's it's a lemon lemon law vehicle on the Carfax report. Yes, that doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, because usually the customer has to go through a process of, of there's a mediation between yeah. the manufacturer and the dealer. <clears throat> Dan, Very you, odd. Dan, did you see the report or did you take their word for it? The original report. You're talking the, about when you went to get it appraised and they showed you the Carfax. Oh, I've got a copy. You got a copy. Of it. Hey, is there any way you could email uh, that to, um, uh, to 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 Nancy? Uh, you it's, want me to text it or? or or text it? Yeah, you can text it to the show number um, yeah. eight seven seven. See, a, a car is not a lemon. A car is not officially a lemon law car until it has been arbitrated under the lemon law. These yeah. are state laws. Right. They vary. Michigan would have one lemon law. Florida yeah. would have another lemon law. But uh, just because you would participate in that, yeah, you'd have yeah, to. You would be a part of that. You would. Yeah. You so would. you would have no. known about the. No. Uh, yeah. So so it is not a lemon law car. 
I mean, uh, it may be qualify if you had filed yeah. it, but you'd have to you'd have to actually go against the manufacturer, and you'd have to go through arbitration. You would know right. that you'd done that. So they, they're uh, they're not me. being honest with you about the car being mm-hmm. a lemon law on on Carfax. Well, we need, no, we need uh, more information. Okay, uh, Dan, it's Nancy Stewart. Uh, in order for us to clear this up, if you could uh, send the information uh, to either myself or uh, Texit. Uh, on the oh, yeah. uh, text number that we, whatever's easiest for you. I'll give you my number, no, 561. Just, text it to 5, uh-huh. 561-386-6498. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just one thing, again, the dealership verified this was did not qualify. In the service department there said this did not qualify. For a lemon law. Well, the lemon. A, see that again. That's inaccurate information. They're get, they're they're telling you the wrong thing, either accidentally or on purpose. I'm not sure. But a, a car qualifies for lemon law, and oh, yeah. the typical format is you you. Uh, in writing, complain about an issue that the dealership was unable to fix, and it varies from state to state. But it, you return it twice, and if they still are unable to fix it twice, then the, then you have, oftentimes through an attorney, you would file an official lemon law complaint, and then you would go to arbitration. Better, better, the Better Business Bureau does it in Florida. Maybe in Michigan mm-hmm. they have a different okay. arbitrator. But it would be an, a matter of official record that you would know about. So the fact that they keep telling you, uh, and the, the, they say this is not a lemon law, they, they don't know whether it's lemon law or not. Uh, the lemon law de- determines that, and if they've tried to fix it three times and they failed, by definition it probably qualifies under the lemon law. So we need, I think you're being misled by by your dealer, you might have to get an attorney. But when we get this information, Let, yeah, let's, your clear, faxes, let's clear this up, Dan, text and we'll, uh, text we'll me that. No, I, and, I, and I did contact Carfax and not heard back from them. So, okay, we'll, I mean, we'll get just, back to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but okay, we're going to have to jump to the right now. Yeah, we're going to have to jump to the next caller, but we'll, we'll okay. get back to you with an answer yeah, on I that. I appreciate this. Thank you very much. Thanks, Thank Dan. You, Dan. Have a great weekend. Thank you for calling. Hey, 9960 Text us at 772-497-6530. Don't forget, your anonymousfeedback.com. We're going to Lance, one of our favorite calls. We have a lot of them, and he is a regular caller, and he's calling us from Tennessee. Tennessee. <laughs> All, if, we, uh, if you get a Carfax report and it comes back under the big orange law, oh. we buy them immediately. The big orange law. We're not familiar with that in Florida. Uh, I, I, well, I, first of all, I've got you a little tune. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> if, you, if you're sitting in jail and can't go far, listen in to Earl Stewart on cars. <laughs> That's right. We do have a deliver, delivery to the county detention center program. Lance, can you, uh, get, can you get some accompaniment on that? Maybe a guitar or a piano? I'd like to have a little music to, to my songs. Well, uh, Several of them haven't made bond yet. <laughs> uh, let me ask you a quick question about truth, uh, truth in advertising. Okay. I see a lot of uh, low-mileage cars where the dealer says in the ad, uh, lease, turn in, lease, 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 a former lease car. Mm-hmm. Is there any way that you can be sure or be assured that, um, that that is true, that it is actually... A lease 
turn in. Sure, you just you just all you have to do is look at the uh, title to the car. Uh, you're buying the car from the dealer, and if he's selling you the car, he's got the title. Uh, he should have the title. And when you look at the title, it'll show the previous owner. And if it's a leasing company like GMC Leasing, or it could be uh, you know uh, a bank leasing company, it's it, it would clearly be stated on the title. Okay. Th- hey, Earl. Thanks a lot. I'm I'm coming up with. Uh, an album idea, best of song <laughs> from Earl Stewart on cars. Well, do I get a residual on that if it's a hit? I mean, what do I get a percentage? Well, I think we can mine it from all our shows. I think Jonathan <laughs> could put together something. I guarantee well, you there's I been singing. What? Not I just Lance. You sang. We've all sang. We can do it. <laughs> i tell you what we'll do, Earl. We'll trade you some bottle caps. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay, we'll just do that. Just like the old days. <laughs> Oh, thanks. You're, you're an important part of the show. Please call again, Lance. We love you. Have a great weekend. I missed you, Lance. Uh, okay, folks. Uh, I'm going to offer that $50 for the first two new lady callers. First two new lady callers. You can win yourself $50 this morning. And uh, ladies, uh, I have to tell you that, uh, you know, we have uh, more equal footing uh, today. Uh, that's one way of putting it. And uh, we've become a whole lot more knowledgeable. And uh, for sure, uh, we definitely are the financial foundation, financial foundation uh, for these dealers. And uh, we, uh, we have a, a big representation from women. So please give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960. And uh, you can win yourself $50 this morning for the first two female, new female callers. Also um, in the news, you know, there's a whole lot of ways to save money. And uh, what I mean by that, take a look at your insurance uh, recently if you have, haven't. And uh, you can check out Consumer Report and you can find out the ratings that they have given uh, these uh, insurance companies and did you know that USAA is rated 92 percent 92 percent they are at the top of the list they're, they're uh, for way, overall they're way satisfaction the they're much better number two is not anywhere near 92 uh, exactly and uh, I've never heard of number two number two is the NJM insurance group and, uh, you, you know, they could be in any part of the country, but they're rated 86. Uh, so if you want to update yourself on these insurance companies and the ones that are around that nobody has really ever heard of, uh, you can do that by going to uh, Consumer Report. That's uh, consumerreport.org, uh, uh, I believe. Uh, can anybody back me up on that? That's it. Okay. And uh, also, you know, what's really interesting is I, I have to share this uh, bef- before I go on. You know, there's Allstate, State Farm, all of these companies that you know of that are rated so low now. So you need to do a little homework on that end you of it. You mean I'm not in good hands with Allstate? That's right. Oh, God. Uh, uh, the world is changing. Uh, also, there's another way of saving money. And don't forget, incentives are back they are back in full swing take advantage of it you have to take control when you walk into the dealership find out 
what incentives are available and what you're entitled to. 877-960-9960. Text us at 772-497-6530 and take advantage of youranonymousfeedback.com. And uh, don't forget, we've got Layla coming in. She's the dog of the week. She is the dog of the week. Well, she won't be coming in. It's via video. And uh, don't forget that uh, we pay all of the adoption fees, all of the adoption fees. It makes it so easy for you. We all work together. So you can stay tuned uh, for that video uh, just about, uh, I'd say, 920. Right, Jonathan? Okay. We'll get back to uh, the phones, and we're going to talk to uh, another caller from Tennessee, and his name is Casey. Good morning, Casey. Well, good morning. How you all doing? Great. Good. I've got a question for Rick. So um, my my question is, we we have a 23 Toyota Crown, and got 5,500 miles on it. And in the steering wheel, when making turns, it we just started hearing a click. And it, I don't know if it's a um, it, a piece of plastic. That's what it sounds like, or if it is a uh, you know a relay or something like that. I wondered what Rick's thoughts were on that. As soon as Rick catches his breath, he'll let you know. <laughs> well, I'll sing you a song like the other guy from like Tennessee. Lance. Well, we're waiting. <laughs> uh, my first thought is probably the plastic trim of what's called the clamshell. That's the the plastic that's around the steering column itself. Uh, I've seen a lot of those, even on the crowns, unfortunately, they they don't sit properly in place and it needs to be adjusted. And when you're turning the steering wheel, that actually catches on it and you'll hear that little clicking sound. Um, if you stop in at any dealership, let them, you know, show them the noise. That's the best thing. You know, have the service rider right right there turn the wheel so they can hear it and they should be able to get that handled for you in a very short amount of time that's all warranty of course yes oh yes okay all right so uh there's nothing i can look at it's something that they have to look at and adjust yeah i i I would just uh clear like a couple hours of time and you know call ahead get an appointment is the easiest way uh for whatever dealer you need to deal with and just uh Go in and say, hey, I'm getting this noise. Here it is. Please take care of this for me. And it's under warranty. There's no reason you should even have to mess with it. And they, okay. they should make that right for you. You might even get up alone in your car if they're going to tie it up for a long time. But Rick says it'll only take a couple hours. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, very good. I appreciate the, uh, the answer. And you guys have a great day. Well, thank thank you, Katie. Casey. We appreciate yeah. you. Hey, 77-960-9960. Let's go to Joanna. She is a, uh, she has called before, and she's calling us from West Palm Beach. Good morning, Joanna. Yes, good morning. Um, I have called in one other time before. I appreciate your show. Um, what I was wondering is, is that the mystery shopping that you all do, um, regarding the dealership, do you have like a website on that? Do you keep a list of it for the public? Yeah, yes, we do. Um, if you go to EarlOnCars.com, um, we have the uh, the list is uh, is right there on the right side of the page. There's a bunch of links, and uh, it's there. Uh, but you could, you could also go to, but this is harder to remember. 
gooddealerbaddealerlist.com. Um, it lists all the grades that we give to the dealers that we mystery shop, but there's also the, the, the archive is there as well. But it's easier to remember Earl on Cars. Okay, so it's Earl on Cars. Dot com. Dot, dot com. Yeah, correct. That's all I wanted. I, I really appreciate that. I didn't I didn't know if you were legally able to do that or... Yeah, and, and oh, and also uh, uh, Jonathan just pointed out that all of our shows um, are all archived on YouTube. So if you go to youtube.com forward slash Earl on Cars, or if you just go to YouTube and search Earl on Cars, um, you can watch all the um, uh, the episodes, and each one has a mystery shopping report, so you can you can listen to it all over again or for the first time. Wow! And Joanna, uh, at Earl on Cars, you can take a look at uh, a lot of stuff. Earl's column that he writes every single week. It's most beneficial uh, for um, anyone who is looking uh, to purchase a car, lease a car, um, if, yeah. uh, everything and anything. So Earl on cars, uh, that's where I would go. Okay, great. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. Thank You're you welcome. for the call. 877-960-9960. And we are going to go to Dave in Palm Beach Gardens. Good morning, Dave. Uh, good morning. Um, first of all, I'd like to say you got to really be on your toes to buy a used car from Earl Stewart. I uh, tried to buy a Highlander. The person before me bought it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, went in uh, last week, I think, or two RAV4s. Uh, somebody just bought both of those. Uh, so anyway, I had a question. For, I don't know if this is for Earl or Rick, but uh, there's a, a RAV4, and it's, it's uh, 2022. And it's got 15 service calls in 14 months. And only one of those uh, services are oil registered as an oil change. The rest just say service, service, service uh, for 15 times. And I'm wondering, doesn't that seem a little lot? I mean, it was like every other month. and You know, it just seemed very uh, strange that a car would be brought in that many times if there wasn't maybe something there was an issue yeah. we, is it, and this is while it was uh you have to we'd have to see the details because a lot of times if it doesn't say what it is anytime anything's done to a car there's a, a repair order so it could be a detail it could be you know a car wash um it could be something in the body shop as well um to see actually get the vin number we can actually look at it uh, was it at, at our dealership or another dealership yeah, it's it's your dealership on the lot right now. Oh, okay. It's, 20, it's only got thirteen thousand yeah. miles on. Oh, so, so anytime we, we, we'd have the complete detail on it, like Stu said, uh, you would want to look at that. I, yeah. I'd want to look at it if I were buying yeah. that car. And as Stu says, it could be uh, minor stuff, but it could be could yeah, could be a chronic problem. So. During during the reconditioning process before it goes on a lot for sale. Um, various departments um, deal with it. The, the body shop might fix a scratch. The detail department will wash and clean it. The service department might do some mechanical stuff. And um, so it could be a combination of those things, or it could be a, a chronic problem that we try to fix. Rick? If that happened to be one of our rental cars, mm -hmm. then it probably was sent to the detail department about once a week yeah. to have to that's, be washed up. That's and, a very good point. And uh, they, you'll, you'll see a service call over and over and over and over and all it is they were simply Car setting washes. it to detail to be washed yeah. and th all that means is that it's it's going to be really clean yeah. and shiny yeah but i i would definitely um what you can do is top into service and they can pull up that the service record and tell you exactly what was done each time yep 
Okay, so uh, I noticed you guys are, you know, hugely busy in service, and it seems like there's cars backed up everywhere. So how would I get access to that information without, you know? Okay, why don't you, um, on the website, just... um just uh, text us the stock number um, or the or the full VIN number, copy and paste, and then uh, we can find out. I don't have my computer with me on the show <laughs> because, but Rick, could you could you get in and, and access it? I don't know how fast Carfax gets that information up, but Carfax also records the information on our cars yeah. mechanically. Anything done to the car, uh, Carfax does. So you you could try going to Carfax; they might already have yeah. the information, or we can, you can get it from us. S- send, like, send us send us the VIN. Rick can look it up right here on the show yeah uh the vin number uh, okay send it to you okay i won't take up your time now yeah. uh but uh yeah it's it's online it's the uh 2022 uh rav4 white it's only got thirteen thousand miles and it just seemed like well why would someone trade in a car with only thirteen thousand miles at the 2022 hey, real quick, and then you see those are all good questions what's the stock Dave? number real quick i'll tell you right in a, in a second what's the stock number the stock number is um, right here. I've got it right here. Uh, mileage thirteen thousand twenty-two. Uh, where'd the stock number at here? Uh, boy, it's a good-looking car here too. Good-looking Rav Four white one here. Stock vehicle info model VIN stock. Uh, God. I'm gonna find it before you, man. <laughs> Yeah, we, we don't. Yeah, we don't want to hold up too long. We got other calls. Holy, we'll get that information. Uh, we've got the information. That's the answer. It's a re- it's a rental car. We purchased it from our rental department, so it was not it was not a trade in. So it was a, a vehicle that started with us, and we're selling it. So, um, but I'll look it up, and we'll read it later on the show. Uh, keep listening, and we'll say what what was going on <laughs> with it. Thanks a lot, Rick. I really appreciate it. Okay, you good. That was Stu. All right. Fine. <laughs> Eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty, or you can text us at seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero. Youranonymousfeedback.com. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, heads up, uh, flood cars everywhere. Beware. Uh, if you've got a mechanic uh, that is faithful to you, you can take that vehicle to them uh, to check it out because, uh, like I said, warning. Flood cars are everywhere, and there's some, you know, there, there's some telltale signs uh, that you yourself can pick up on, and one of the biggest ones is that musty odor and, and, and water marks and, and rust marks and uh, mud and debris, electrical problems. Uh, dis, uh, your, uh, your, your headlights could be uh, discolored or foggy. Uh, so uh, make sure that you are aware of all of that before you purchase uh, anything today, 877-960-9960, and the uh, text number is 772-497-6530. Ladies, $50 for the first two new lady callers. Now back to the recovering car dealer. Well, uh, we got a lot of stuff to cover. I, there's something in the automotive news i got to share with you. You've heard me say on the show many times that the F&I department, the finance department, sometimes called the business office, is the most profitable department in the car dealership. Uh, you think you... Uh, uh, they made a big profit when they sold you the car. You ain't seen nothing yet because the biggest profit is in finance. And you need to be very careful. The, the, the standard information I give on this show over and over is use your own bank or your credit union. 
get your own financing, try to avoid dealer financing. Now, there are exceptions to that, uh, especially when it comes to financing by the lender for the dealer. They sometimes have finance specials that are quite good. But uh, rule of thumb, use your credit union first and then your bank. You get a better finance rate. Um, here, here's something Mr. from the trade journal of the car dealer. Every car dealer reads the automotive news. Every manufacturer reads the automotive news. And here's an article in there uh, from a, a company that is talking about how dealers should hand off sales to F&I. Now, I, I love this. I hate to read things, but I'm going to read this to you. This is what the, the finance company who is working with the dealer to make an average of typically $2,000 on every new car they sell, uh, how to do that. Um, you, you greet the customer. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I'd like you to meet Natalie Davis. These are made-up names. Our business manager. That's the F&I manager. Uh, she'll be completing the rest of the process with you today, Natalie. This is Mr. and Mrs. Smith. They just purchased a new Honda Civic. And they go on to say, you'll be in great hands with Natalie because she does an excellent job and is very efficient. Natalie is going to share with you some valuable ways to protect your vehicle. And then it says, if the salesperson has a service contract, they would add, I actually have a vehicle service contract myself to end the speech. So that's called the setup. And that way, you think you just bought the car, you think you've paid your money, you think it's all done and you know the price. Well, you're, you're, the biggest money Here is about the to hit you in the face <laughs> in the FDI office. So I just want to warn you again, use your credit union, use your own bank. And if you want to shop and compare price of finance costs and interest rates with the dealer, that's fine. But uh, as I say, if you've got reasonable credits, you're going to do just fine with your own bank. Yeah, go in there, uh, not naive. Um, Rick has looked up the, uh, the the service history on the vehicle we just talked about, the one that was uh, the Rav Four that we're offering for sale, and uh, and our suspicions have been confirmed. Um, a bunch of car washes um, about every other week or so, every ten days. Uh, we have a description when our detail it says uh, wash vac windows Earl Stewart rental car, and that occurs about one, two, three, four, five. Five times on this screen. So that was only some of them. That was some of them, yeah. It was a whole bunch of them. So, yeah, that's good to know. Uh, I wish uh, more people would ask about that because I wonder how well, many people see it, that and go, it, uh-oh. Yeah, and it makes me wonder if if there's not a better way to deal with that. In other words, uh, there should be a separate category for that so that, yeah. you know, if you have a car that's been in for 25 times for the same problem, chronic, serious problem, or you had 25 car washes, mm -hmm. I mean, there's a big difference. So there should be categories when you're looking at that list. Is there any da danger of washing off the paint with that many car washes? <laughs> no, but you got to wax it. It's yeah. gonna, it's probably, it's going to, and that's what we do before we put it on the yeah. lot. So um, there you go. Hey, I have a text from Anne Marie and I missed her a lot when I was gone. You ready? Um, Emery says, good morning. I've read conflicting viewpoints on the Internet, so I'd appreciate your expert opinion, opinion um, on, on if or when, and this is probably for Rick, if or when it's appropriate to get an injector cleaning. Let's take, uh, for example, a 10-year-old four-cylinder Camry with 94,000 miles on it um, that has always received its routine maintenance and uses top-tier gas. Let's compare it to a three-year-old four-cylinder Camry with 30,000 miles on it that also uses top-tier gas. Um, let's assume that neither car is exhibiting any decline in performance or mileage, 
when is an injector cleaning needed and or when is it as the internet calls it just a wallet flush all, all the, the time huh? <laughs> all the time yeah it's it's a wallet flush it's, oh okay yeah. yeah. Hey, so I it's, like that. I like that. I like that. Wallet, like that. wallet flush. Very good. Hungry, you have hungry transmission checks. flush, radiator flush, yeah. uh, wallet flush. All, all, all under the <laughs> all under the category of wallet flush, of course. Yeah. So that's, that's very the only great. the only one of those that is a Toyota factory recommended maintenance is the coolant renewal, which is recommended at usually. Uh, some cars are a hundred thousand. Newer cars are a hundred and fifty thousand. I think. Isn't there a difference between a, a flush and a and a, a renewal? I mean, to, if you're going to replace Act, the fluid, actually, um, a flush is actually meant to be a complete fluid renewal. All the fluid gets drained out, and all the fluid gets replaced. Oh, okay. You put pressure and, in it in the air and like right, squirt this, it out. This came from uh, way back when transmissions. We used to do just a drain and refill. And you were only replacing about four quarts when the transmission actually held 12 to 16 quarts of fluid. A full transmission flush mm. replaces all the fluid in one shot. Yeah. But the factory recommended maintenance only calls for a coolant renewal or a coolant flush. And then it's only at 100,000 and then every 50,000 after that. The only good flush is when you're playing poker. Just remember that. Uh, That's wording, right. wording is everything, isn't it? 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. We sure are glad Stu is back. Boy, I'll tell you, it's, uh, it's, a, it's just a party when he's here. So he is going to continue. <laughs> In fact, he has his party hat on. I do. You do. They look like you're a uh, <laughs> He's going to continue with the text, and then uh, Rick is going to give us a, a little... Uh, a little dance into <laughs> a YouTube. Little um, this is from anonymous feedback. Um, I haven't heard this. It's pretty cool. It's good news is that two states have passed laws, and a third state has plans to require GPS trackers on all electric vehicles so they can tax by miles driven to, pl- to replace gas taxes. Wow. Uh, Pollyanna is having a good laugh, he says, or she says. Huh. Um, that's kind of interesting because that, that was a discussion. What are you going to tax kilowatt hours? How are you going to make up for the lost uh, gas tax revenues? Uh, yeah, miles you're using the road. I guess that's fair. I don't. I know there's going to be a lot of people who don't want the government tracking them by GPS though. So um, good luck with that. That was probably Does Oregon. Name the states? Uh, no, I'm going to guess it yeah. was Oregon and, and Washington. Yeah, probably and, right. And yeah. California's working on Maybe, this. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah, not making any comments, but. Um, this is, oh yeah, this is, uh, we haven't read this one, I don't think. Let me know if you did it last week. Uh, they're talking about floor plans. Uh, we, we put a video on, on YouTube a while back. This is during when the inventories just crashed to nothing during the, the supply chain issues in the, back in the beginning. Uh, so you're explaining about floor plans um, becoming obsolete. He says, the video seemed to end abruptly. This is Jonathan's fault then, just kidding. Uh, without elaborating why they're obsolete. Um, just in a, in, in a nutshell, um, we've, uh, dealers don't, um, buy the cars directly from the manufacturer. Um, they have a loan. It's a kind of like a standing loan and they basically, uh, well, use they this buy them, but they borrow the money. Yeah. They borrow the money to buy the cars from the manufacturer and they, um, pay hopefully, uh, if they're, 
if they work very hard, trying to get it as low a rate as possible. And we had it for a long time. We have an extremely low rate. Well, the whole world had low rates, but our low rate was really low. Yeah. Um, and but even back then, with the inventories that we carried, five hundred cars plus, we would pay fifty, sixty thousand dollars a month just in interest, just to have these cars sitting there. When we went down to having no cars or th- three cars, you could now imagine that that expense evaporated completely. And uh, so that was another benefit that dealers aren't telling you. They're making a lot of money um, selling the cars, but a lot of their expenses came down by having um, not carrying so many vehicles. Yep. So that's the answer great. to that. Great information. Yeah. Caught up. Oh, great. Uh, we Before we go to Rick, we're going to go back to the phones, but I am going to remind the ladies this morning to please give us a call. First two new lady callers. You can win yourself $50. And remember, ladies, as I said earlier, we're a big part of the auto industry. You know, and from a Harvard Business Review, I shared this with you last week, um, the, the market, it represents an opportunity bigger bigger than China and India combined. Uh, This market is filled with women and their power, their financial power. And for the dealers not to recognize this, it is a financial disaster for them. Okay, we are gonna go back to the phones and we're gonna talk to our favorite person, Marty. Good morning, Marty. Good morning, how's everybody doing? Great. All right. Uh, one thing when Nancy said earlier, she said that uh, dealerships are now discounting cars. I got an email from JM Lexus, and they said this was only good yesterday, so I missed the boat. <laughs> they were taking $500 off if you bought a Lexus yesterday. Wow. So, JM Lexus. So that five, I missed it because I was uh, eating lunch. And I wouldn't go over there for $500. So instead of them making $5,000 on a car, they were only willing to make Yeah, I can't believe that $500 bucks over Lexus is like a drop in the water. I'm also, like, confused because that doesn't really sound like some like gimmicky, like something that they would do. So I'm yeah, inclined to think good, it was legit. It was only, only good yesterday. <laughs> well, they, they might have had a good reason. I don't know. Yeah. Secondly... <laughs> Uh, some lady, I was looking at the chat, she said she ordered a uh, RAV4 Prime in July. I assume she meant July of last year. Yes, July of 22. Oh, was that, that was the text? That, that, that was Regina. Yeah, okay, so yeah. that was, yeah, I, I wanted to say, that is literally the hardest vehicle to get if you're trying to get okay. a Toyota. They and are I ordered, yeah, and the plugins. I just ordered a 24 RAV4 Limited, yeah. I was told I have to wait at least a year. Luckily, I, that, that doesn't phase me. But right. uh, this lady has got to wait. Yeah, um, and as far as the VIN number, we like we, I'd probably let you know. You don't right. until they build that vehicle or are just about to build the vehicle, and that's you know less than a couple of months before you're, they'll, yeah. they'll actually get it. So. Right. And then the third item I just want to go quickly is when you go into the finance office, what I do wherever I ever bought a car, I tell them no, 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 no. I initial all the paperwork you need and leave as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Because as Earl said, you can pay a lot, you can really get screwed a lot in the finance office if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, you're absolutely right. And, and when you say no, 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 
uh, you need to check to be sure that the guy wasn't checking yes, 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 because <laughs> there's so many documents that you sign uh, that literally you just don't have the time to read anything. I mean, I, let's be honest, the whole world economy is based on the fact that people don't read what they sign. If, if, if it went in mandatory that everybody had to read everything they signed, the world would collapse economically. So none of us sign or read what we sign. I don't, uh, and uh, you know, it's very rare, and that's the reason lawyers exist. And then, of course, you got to pay the money to the lawyer, and so you don't want to pay the lawyers, they just sign it. And that's what a lot of these car dealers do, is they will slip things in that you absolutely have no idea you signed until it's too late. Well, and how, then, how about those people that we spoke to that didn't even get the paperwork, so they yeah. didn't know what they signed, and then they were handed a, a little flash drive yeah. to put in their pocket, and oh, they didn't yeah. have a computer. And that's legal now. <laughs> yeah. that is a, you could take a flash drive, a thumb drive, whatever you want to call it. You could email them something and email it to the exactly. wrong email address. And, and, you, and, you, put it, and you take it home, and you don't know what to do with it. So it's just... Uh, it's, it's, it's a shame. I mean, if you can stay out of that uh, F&I office and get your own financing done, you're way ahead of the game. All right. Well, it was, it's good. I love talking to you, and uh, it's, you got the greatest show going. Bless Thank your you, heart. Larry. Thanks, man. Bless your heart. Thank oh. you. Thank you for continuing to listen. And it's certainly been a journey for you, hasn't it? Up and down, in and out, with waiting for your vehicle. Okay, we hope to hear from you again next Saturday. Have a great weekend. We're going to go to John in West Palm Beach. Good morning, John. Hey, good morning. Uh, with the information that was just given about GPS tracking and charging us by the mile, yeah, um, is that going to do away with the gas tax then? Well, that was the intention, um, and we, we heard that we don't know what states that is. I don't know if Rick's over there Googling. I don't have my computer, yeah. but, um, well, yeah, that was the I, intention, I, I think. I suggest early. He buys another lot and starts stocking up on cars that are non-GPS because <laughs> when that hits, those are gonna, those are going to go awfully quick. We'll call it uh, tax holiday motors. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, because uh, you know, like I guess I think it's 2010 where you had to have the uh, the computer system on the cars and all the cars have anything maybe pre 2010. You know, may not have the the capability for the GPS tracking, so you won't have to pay that. Right. You know, dollar a mile or whatever it's going to cost. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that would be uh, enforced. I mean, if it's, uh, you know, if it's Iowa, then I don't think any manufacturer is going to pay attention to it. If it's California, what's up, Rick? Rick's Oregon and Utah. That's two very different states, Oregon and Utah. I wouldn't expect that from Utah. And that's uh, so. Is it is our beginning time? Is what does it say? I'm finding this on the axeladdict.com website. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. The, the um, I say nobody said they actually have done it. They're okay. considering it. Okay, it's right. under consideration. It's considered in an effort to fairly fund road maintenance. States are introducing GPS trackers for EVs, aiming to track miles driven. And impose a per mile tax. Right, well, there you have it. I guess I mean you know we're trying to figure out what to do, uh, what to do with it, but uh, interesting to see how that plays out. However, I do know that um, some states have an increased registration fee for electrical vehicles. Yes. Right, I saw that was in uh, California to cover those lost gas taxes. Right, I think that seems to be more of a um, 
a less intrusive way. I'm, and I'm not one of those privacy nuts. I know you're not either, but I'll tell you. I'll tell you one of the things that's going to work against this attack on electric vehicles is the fact that electric vehicles are already uh, dead. I mean, they're. I don't mean that literally, but they're backing up on dealer lots. Yeah. Uh, electric vehicles. And uh, they have a huge supply of unsold cars on dealer lots, a uh, hundred day supply, and 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 automobile business that's a huge supply. That means over three months it'll take you over three months to sell the average car right. that you sit on the lot, and you can't afford to do that. So there goes price, but then so, prices go down. And yeah, and prices are going down, and the cars are stacking up, and. Uh, there's no question electric vehicles will be the name of the game uh, in a few years, but it's like everything else, it goes in, in I'm kinda cycles. Glad, uh, and, yeah, right now it's it's scary to these, uh, the, uh, the public companies, uh, the big auto dealers that have hundreds of dealerships out there, they're really dying because they have way too many electric vehicles in stock, they can't get rid of them. Kind of glad uh, Toyota slow walk this yeah, thing now. <laughs> exactly, yeah, maybe, <laughs> they see, maybe there's part they of knew. Yeah. We, I should have known they knew all along. <laughs> well, and according to this one website, uh, Utah has actually mandated GPS trackers for every electric vehicle. Yeah. So only... Utah actually said, we've done it. We're doing it. Well, there's only three people in Utah, so that's not a big right. deal. <laughs> no, no, no manufacturer is going to start uh, worrying about it. Do we, have, do we have any calls from Utah, or did we before I said yeah. that? Uh, we had some very conservative uh, dealers that we knew in Utah. Hey, folks, uh, talking about electric cars, uh, you know they're in the news. You know how much uh, you know Elon has reduced prices on his uh, Tesla's uh, but uh, back in San Francisco if you've kept up on the news uh, Cruise has really reduced uh, driverless car fleet in San Francisco uh, they're having probably as much uh, problems on the road as Earl and I did when we first began our journey uh, at trying to drive a, autonomous so it's a nice read it's in the New York Times if you want to check it out let's go to John who is waiting in West Palm Beach good morning John uh, that's me I, I've already spoken my piece oh oh you're still holding oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> John's been on the line the whole time I was waiting to get back to him <laughs> John John so, hang up <laughs> so, John, no, John. Sta so, I'm glad you're staying so close to us you're what you're listening to every single word Okay, I'm going to spread this word, John, and tell all the ladies that you know, because by your voice, it sounds like you know a lot of ladies. Tell them the first two new lady callers this morning, they can win themselves $50. $50, they can give us a call, say hello, or share an experience with us in purchasing, leasing, service, anything at all. And you can give them the number, too, 877-960-9960. Have a great weekend, John. John sounds cute, Nancy. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about Rick? Do you have anything? I'm sorry, Rick. We're going to put you on hold. We're going to talk to Bob in Lake Worth or Lake Park. Good morning, everyone. One welcome back, Stu. Thank you. I got a question for you, Stu. All right. Uh, what what color has depreciation the least depreciation? Well. I would guess, I don't have any real uh, resources up in front of me right now, but I'm going to guess silver. No. White. It's, no, it's, it's uh, no, no, that's probably got, the, that's got probably the most. Uh, it's yellow. The best resale value? 
that no, depreciates, yeah, the least, right? Least the least depreciation. The least depreciation is yellow. That's probably yes. because there's only one yellow car in existence, and it's some expensive uh, Corvette that you can't get. Absolutely. Bob, I'm going to challenge you on that. I don't believe it. Because I know that that was uh, – Earl used to stock yellow cars in the lot because nobody wanted them. <laughs> and so he would have a special on it, take the air conditioning out, and call it the Earl the, – the, the Stort Special or something. Oh, boy. And if, that was like 100 years ago, though. Well, it's because they don't they don't uh, produce that many yellow cars. Yeah, and so if they so I was thinking if they, they are, it's usually going to be on like it's it's going to be on like on a McLaren or <laughs> or a Corvette. Well, well, wait a second, you sell you sell a yellow car, right? <sighs> Do we now? We yeah, had a super, we had a yellow super. FJ Cruiser. Oh, the yellow Supra. That's right, solar yellow. I apologize, Bob. I just Google it. You're right. Really? I yeah, I had no idea. Boy, I, there I go. I learned something new every show. Thank you for that information. That is great. I mean, I w that came out of the complete left field because I was really expecting it to be something between those boring colors. Yeah, the top four colors are orange, green, and red. Of course, yellow is the best. Yellow, red, and uh, right. now, I would have said white. Now, could you, we do an analysis that takes out, like, supercars and, like, those, yeah. you know, those uh, $200 million vehicles? Because that's probably – because those go up in value. Yeah. Definitely. Well, <clears throat> I was, you know, you had a call last week where you were telling a woman uh, she wanted a blue Venza, and you kept trying to sell her a white one. <laughs> and I, I was telling, telling myself, I says, yeah, but in five years, if she if she walked in to trade that car in, another person was there with the same exact car and the same mileage, and they had a white one, and she had a blue one. Yeah. She's probably going to get more money on her trade-in because... There aren't any blue Venzas. They're well, all white. Yeah, that's something to, I mean, really, that's something to consider. I know that, like, in, like, the South Florida market, and this is just from interaction with customers, and whether this is true or not, and, and Rick would know or we could look it up, you know, the idea that a darker color in South Florida is just something that people don't want. I don't want a dark blue car. I don't want a black car. I'm going to be too hot. Um, so right. they picked a lighter color car. So maybe it varies by market. It could. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? Uh, excuse me, Bob, Stu. Yeah, uh, Consumer Report did an interesting study on what you just said about yeah. black cars and, you Is know, these hot states and this myth that we used to think that it's not it, true. You, you exactly. Uh, there's really not much of a difference heat wise yeah. and whether or not it's inside or outside, yeah, black interior, black uh, exterior. Uh, and it's just amazing. It's an interesting uh, report the Consumer Report did just recently. Yeah, I always suspected that to a degree. If, and I thought if there was a difference, it would be not, <coughs> not you couldn't feel it. You know, it would be like the nitrogen thing. Yeah, it's yes, definitely. I have, I'm another, I have another question. Uh huh. Uh, what whatever happened to the uh, $2,500 last week on that uh, mystery shopping report <coughs> that disappeared? Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't hear. <laughs> I know. You weren't here. What was the uh, – there was uh, – The $500 had, that disappeared? $2,500. Oh, $2,500. Something yeah, disappeared. You, yeah. I don't remember. There, oh, I thought you said uh, before. I thought you said you were going to check on that. There was a twenty five hundred dollar rebate on the paperwork, and then when they got down to oh, the, that's uh, right, yeah, on the uh, Greco Ford uh, uh, wallet. No, wallet. 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 Yeah, yeah. We, uh, I, 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 I will do that definitely. I, I think I can do it retroactively. But yeah, I'll go back and check. I was going to check to see if they were being legitimate 
where it was a actual factory. Okay, to see if there's a Volvo, yeah. Yeah. A Volvo rebate. Okay. Yeah, because she only got seven fifty. Oh, we'll find that. Maybe it was some sort of like you have to be a real estate agent or a farmer. Oh, oh. <laughs> no. or I don't, that doesn't sound like a, a Volvo sort of. Um, I think the question thing. was whether it was a factory yeah. or if Wallace actually took it off the okay. price of the car. And my guess, I said I thought it was probably a factory incentive. Right. Okay. And I just wanted to mention one more time about the uh, the uh, Palm Beach County animal shelters being overfilled. If anybody needs a pet, that yeah. they're still in they're still in dire dire straits here. Yeah, and, yeah. And he, for yeah. everybody listening, Big Dog Ranch Rescue or any any of the other ones, it's hot out there too. It's a it's a hot summer, and these dogs don't have air conditioning. Well, here's here's the sad part. Uh, really, is that is that the other shelters, most shelters, and I'm not we're not competing. Uh, we love all dog shelters, but Big Dog Ranch Rescue is our shelter. That's the one that we we back and we think they're right. the best but the other shelters i'm sure are good too the other shelters oftentimes have to euthanize the dogs they only have right. so much space all the public shelters have a time limit so big dog ranch res rescue takes dogs from the shelters before they're euthanized now the dog we're going to have on the show this afternoon has been there 521 days now that's almost you know uh, two years and right. uh, and and we're, you know that dog can live there the rest of his life if we want to, but we we need to find homes because if they stack up, uh, we all all we can do is be a storage place for doggies. We want them to have a nice home, so that's the reason that our heart is with Big Dog Ranch, uh, the only place where you can literally, if you have to give your dog up, don't take him to the county shelter. Take him to Big Dog Ranch because they will. This dog will live a long life and hopefully find a happy home. Right. Well, I, I heard furry friends is no longer taking in any animals because they're full. Yeah. And they said that they said that adoptions have dropped off uh, severely. Uh, and I think uh, I think I spoke to Nancy about this last week. You did. And I think another I think another reason is a lot of people are getting evicted from their apartments because yeah. the rents have gone up so high. And when they get evicted, yeah. they surrender their pets. No. Well, not only that, Bob, but, you know, there are some pet owners that have gotten older and they simply can't care for their pet any yes, longer. And it's really yes. sad for them to part with their uh, with their pet. Really sad. And they really want to put this pet. It's like their child. They want to put it somewhere where they know it's really going to be taken care of. And as you said, you know, there uh, I think it was last week. You know, what does it cost to feed an animal today? <laughs> the, the price on the price tag on that is much different than it used to be and so right. many other things to have a pet it's costly right well you know, peggy adams has a program uh for people that are all senior citizens uh that they it, it's not inexpensive i think it's something like twenty four thousand or twenty five thousand and they'll uh, you can uh, you get older if you pass away and you have pets uh they they will take the pets and they will uh, do all the medical care on them and find them new homes. Uh, it's a it's that's quite a good thing. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah they have good they thing. have a program for that. Yeah, yeah. All, all these yeah. Uh, places are really trying to help out, you know, the the public, uh, so that they can, you know, get some of these uh, dogs out of these uh, shelters. And right. you made a right. lot of good points last week. I do recall, you know, your your phone call. 
Yes, and I did do one other thing. I did. I, I'm still shopping around for auto body work on my car. I've been to a number of places, and I'm going to give you a report on it soon. I appreciate uh, but that. But I did. I did try that Charlie. Somebody had called in and talked about Charlie oh, yeah. on Blue Heron, and uh, and uh, that was not a good experience. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah we can't vet these. These uh, the, the, yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a couple of different places that uh, numbers that we gave you last week. Right. Hey, uh, Bob, we also have um, on the Volvo rebate, there is a um, legit uh, $2,500 um, rebate oh. from Volvo on the 2024 mm -hmm. XC90 in the uh, rechargeable in the, the plug-in and also just the uh, 2024 Volvo XC90 uh, uh, regular vehicle. Right. But this was not that. that the one she shopped was uh, the 60, I believe. V60, there's a yeah, $1,200 rebate on that. X, XC60. It was a 2024 that she shopped. Oh, XC60 is yeah, it's a $1,200, $1,200 rebate. So they, they, they it, might, it sounds like maybe they teased her with the with the big rebate and got and she ended up getting a smaller one. Yeah, well they okay. gave her seven. They gave her seven fifty. Yeah. yeah. Bob, I'm glad that we could help you out. You could help us out. It was great hearing from you. Get back with us uh, on your findings for the uh, different shops you're gonna head to. Okay. Thank you very much, you guys. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You do the same. 877-960-9960. Uh, and you can text us at 772-497-6530. Ladies, give us a call toll-free, please. You can win yourself $50 this morning. First two new lady callers. We're going to go to John in Stewart. Good morning, John. Good morning, everyone. Welcome. I have a... Yeah, thank you. I have a question. Well, I got a good thing to say first. My brother-in-law just—I just drove him down or rode down with him to pick up his uh, Rav4 hybrid, and he uh, from you guys, and he loves it. And then he had a 2012 Nissan Altima 2.5, and you guys we were going to give him a thousand dollars for it or something. So he thought that was too low, so he so he wanted me to buy it. So I bought it. I drove it for one week, and the air conditioner is not working. Oh. So, um, so, yeah, I know. And it was, I was driving my wife to the airport. It was like 90-some degrees. It was terrible. Oh. But anyway, so I'm going to ask, when I ask Rick, my brother-in-law thinks it's some kind of magnetic thing that when you push the, you turn on the air conditioner, the thing hits over in the belt fully. It's going because the, the compressor is not running, you know. The so, the magnetic clutch on the compressor? Y y yes, sir, right. <clears throat> That's exactly what he thought it was, and I was just wondering what would be a ball. I got it right here at Firestone right now, in Stewart, and they're going to look it over. What would be a ballpark price that would be within reasonable, or and and not? Do you have any idea on that? If it's just the clutch itself that has gone out, you'd probably be looking at somewhere around five to six hundred. Um, if it's if it's the compressor, double that. In, uh, so between five hundred and probably thousand uh, bucks. Well, five five to six hundred if it's just the clutch itself, but if okay. it's actually the compressor itself has quit, you would it'd be double that. And John, get get a couple of bids. I mean, you yeah. You know, I, I don't care if you take it to us or somebody else. When you're spending sure. what you might be spending over a thousand dollars on your car, don't ever just take the first bid. Uh, you get uh, go to three different sources. I, I've included an independent uh, shop 
and a dealership okay. shop and you know just but you get three three bids and let them know you're going to get be getting the bids because it makes them yeah. sharpen their pencil every time they give you the quote if you just say okay fix it then you better get your hide your wallet because they're going to be after a lot of money but say listen this is a lot of money for me uh, uh, to give me your best price to repair this, and I'm going to take it to two other shops and compare their prices. That way, you'll get the best price. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, because that's what I that's what I usually do. Yeah. But does he think it, if it's like a, if it's a compressor, does he think I had to spend a thousand dollars on a thousand dollar car? Or, I mean, no. I, <laughs> no, you don't I want to do that's that. That's what I'm saying. To okay. All right, guys. If it was, if it was a Paul, it'd be okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I don't have to have it every day, but now I do. So, okay, guys, have a great day. I really enjoy your show. Thank, Thank you, John. John. Have a great weekend. Okay, uh, Rick, do you have anything for us from YouTube? Earl, do you have ants in your Tesla? Ants in my Tesla? Oh, I had, I don't think so. This is coming from I got Megan ants in one. my pants, but hey, I don't have ants Rick, in my Tesla. as long as Earl and I are driving the Tesla, there are n- nothing, nothing of the sort. Well, Never, it, ever. This one but is coming ants, from, from uh, Megan One. To, to, I'm sorry to interrupt you. There are ants in so many people's cars right now. It's incredible. And I've been asked that over and over again. Apparently, especially in the southeast, there is a certain type of ant called a black raspberry ant. That's it. Never even heard of it myself till now. Mm, but sounds pretty good. They like the charging ports. Mm. And they will literally... <laughs> collect uh, thousands of them right in the charging ports especially on teslas apparently it's something to do with the high voltage electricity creating a magnetic field that these ants are drawn to it and are they electrocuted i i don't think so i think they become more powerful they they literally yeah they they it causes them to grow faster and and to multiply quicker so yeah apparently there is an issue that this is uh, rather well known for at least a year. I saw reports going back where these ants are um, collecting in the well, power. Well, next time port. I bring my Tesla in, I'll tell them to check it for ants. Yeah, double check. But yeah, yeah that was an interesting little thought. I mean, it just it happens it's that giant, way. I guess giant electrified so. ants. You know, do you remember wow. that movie Empire of the Ants? Uh, like, oh, uh, I remember that. They one. shot that locally here in yep. Palm Beach County. Yes, and it was a cheesy B movie, <laughs> a C movie, monster yep. movie. Yeah. Like I said, nothing's going to collect in our Tesla. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I'm meticulous. <laughs> okay, and now we'll get back. Let's see. We've got. Oh, oh boy, my page froze here. Come on, there we go. Okay, uh, this in from Donovan. He says, "What does Earl think about the UAW voting to strike at the big three auto manufacturers this week hmm. if they don't get a new deal?" That's going to be He read my mind. We uh, printed this out from Automotive News. I was just announced yesterday. Uh, It's it's probably a bluff. I think there'll probably be a a settlement. This is the way they play the game. You got management against the union. And uh, so uh, 97% of the UAW workers for the big three, Ford, Stellantis, and GM, uh, voted to strike uh, unless the Unless GM Ford and Stellantis come come around and sign on the dotted line, and they're asked for some some big numbers, they're asking for a lot of stuff, lot and of stuff. Uh, this is all the way the the poker game is played. Although, should it hit the fan and we just don't absolutely get a settlement, then it would mean uh, a serious shortage of vehicles and prices would skyrocket, 
and uh, it's not a good thing for the economy. It'd be a terrible thing for Ford, GM, and Stellantis because they can't sell any cars. But Ford and, dealers. Yeah, and Ford it, dealers it, it would be a mess. But uh, I think it's just a big poker game. It, 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 there, I, my prediction is there will not be a strike. Hmm. And again from Donovan, he says, every manufacturer who has EV inventory increasing has announced that they are switching to the Tesla connector in 2025. Mm -hmm. People are going to wait because they keep hearing about poor charging mm -hmm. with these other manufacturers' dedicated yeah. charging systems. Yeah, there was just a report out that the complaint about charging, electric vehicle charging availability and reliability is hit an all-time high. Just, they're just... You know, it's like it's like shooting crap when you pull up to a charger now. Will it work or won't it work? And who's going to buy an electric vehicle when they don't know they could, if they run out of juice, they can't, uh, you know, plug in. So it's a, it's a serious problem. And he says also, plus, we're getting close to the $7,500 tax credit being at the time of sale on January 1, 2024. That's going to be a big help to a lot of people on affordability. And I guess maybe it resets. And, and that's the reason that leasing is the only way to go yeah. on a car that qualifies because uh, the, the the lease uh, is a loophole really mm -hmm. for you. Uh, and uh, You get it no matter what. You get it no matter what. So if you if, if you don't lease the car, you buy the car, you might not qualify. So uh, there, there are some exceptions uh, to that rule, but the rule of thumb is you can save a huge amount of money by leasing an electric vehicle. Uh, the the average uh, can be like a four or five hundred dollars a month. I mean, a huge number. So always try to lease. The bad news is you got to have higher credit ratings to lease than buy. But it's something you should at least endeavor to try to do. Yeah. So we have all kind of free information here, folks. Uh, so take advantage of it. You know, like I said earlier, uh, you know, you can save so much money by doing your homework. Knowledge is power. And there's a, l a lot of deals out there, and incentives is one of them. And just as Earl just mentioned, leasing is at the top of the list. Uh, interest rates are I, they're they're off the off the off the wall. It's just incredible time. Um, we are going to go back to Stu. Let me mention one more time to the ladies, just in case you didn't hear me the last five times. Give us a call toll free. Give us a call toll free at eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty. And uh, ladies, uh, the first two ladies, you can win yourself fifty dollars this morning. Now back to Stu. Got a text from Bob. Says, uh, who would be interested in GPS tracking of car mileage? Insurance companies, law enforcement, state tax departments, on and on. Also, since a lot of GPS units give you speed of the vehicle, mix that with local law enforcement, and you might get automatic tickets for speeding. It's endless. Just saying, Bob. Um, yeah, I think it was easy to predict that um, the idea of uh, the state of Utah or the state of Oregon or the state of Florida tracking you with gps knowing where you're going i'm sure they don't care but they can do it <laughs> if you live in utah i mean that's kind of crazy i mean i guess you can say just don't break any laws don't well, speed you know, I, I i i forecast this whole privacy thing is going to crash and burn yeah. because it's going to be literally impossible to to maintain your privacy right now i mean I can I can uh, track Jonathan's car. All I have, all I have to do is slip a 
what do they call them? The uh, air I, tag. I, yeah, <laughs> air tag. Slip an air tag, uh, you know, underneath this wheel well, and I know wherever he goes. I mean, it's so easy to track people that I think you just just relax and assume you're being tracked. Right. Except Jonathan would know that you're tracking him because yeah, he would, his, yeah. his system, he'd pick that up in an instant. He he would, yeah. Got a text here uh, from you John. You pick another victim. <laughs> John says, uh, this is for you, Earl. Good morning. Been watching the show on YouTube. Heard about the insurance part of the show. Uh, my question is, why is my insurance giving me a quote on aftermarket parts instead of original parts for my car? I was involved in an accident. Um, is it to, is it is it due to original parts being more expensive than the aftermarket parts? Uh, bingo. It's, a, it's one of the most disgusting, uh, disappointing things that, that happen is that the our government, who was supposed to protect us, National Highway Traffic Safety Association, you name it, uh, the aftermarket parts are not crash tested. So if you have a car and you wreck your car, and you got to need a new hood, a new bumper, any of the parts that come in contact when you have a, an accident. The insurance company will insist on aftermarket parts. They'll buy them in Taiwan or some other place. They save a huge amount of money over what the manufacturer of that car's parts would be. They call them OEM parts. Now, you, you might go to the manufacturer and say, why are you hosing people by charging so much for your original equipment parts? Well, that's another discussion. But the fact of the matter is, I want to repair my car with a hood that has been uh, passed the safety test by the National Highway Traffic Safety Association. And if the front end or side test, or if it's a door or it's a rear bumper, if it hasn't passed the credit, why do you allow, and I'm speaking to our government now, why do you allow uh, insurance companies to put on cheap parts? They might be, they might look good. In fact, they brag about their parts. They say, all of our aftermarket parts have been tested by so-and-so. But the, you'll never see them say they were tested by the government for safety, for impact, for rollover, for front-end. They're not tested for those. They're tested for, I guess they don't rust or uh, maybe they're, you know, there's certain other criteria, but they are not safety tested. Mm. That's been going on for a long time. We yeah. brought that up. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we used to have our, our body shop manager uh, on the show, and that would come up often because mm. it was we we would have to fight uh, in our collision repair shop. We would have to fight the insurance company uh, to, and we'd have to we'd have to cut our prices and and argue and 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 stick up for our customer to get a original equipment part because they pushed and pushed. And a lot of insurance companies wouldn't do business with us because we insisted I on think that. it. I think didn't some insurance companies offer that that's an upgrade? Yeah. You pay more than yeah, you can get pay more, sort of yeah. thing. Um, got a text from Roy in Denver. Um, he, he, it's an article. Um, Texas, um, well, as of September, on September 1st this year, so next week, Texas will be among th uh, 33 states that are uh, taxing EV drivers. Um, so Texas is going to pay $200 a year. Uh, I mean, citizens or buy purchasers in Texas of electric vehicles have to pay, pay $200 a year to drive it. Um, and when you buy a new one, you have to pay $400 up front. And that goes with the registration fees and additional to the, the, the usual fees. Hmm. So there's 33, so the majority of the states are, 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 are taxing EV owners. You know, and it seems like a reasonable, I think that's a more reasonable way than the, the mileage thing, but... 
We shall see. Yeah, it, it bothers me in a way because, you know, they're screaming and hollering about clean clean air and the carbon footprint and all this stuff. And, and to penalize a person because you decided to take that step to lower the carbon footprint. And, yeah. and uh, I don't think anybody's ar- arguing about global warming anymore. It's 110 degrees outside as we mm-hmm. speak. That's right. So, um, uh, why why would you uh, want to penalize a car for buy per, uh, penalize a person for buying an electric vehicle? I don't know. Maybe um, it's legit. Maybe it's uh, political. Yeah. We'll never know. Could be political. Everything's yeah. political. Uh, are you? I'm all caught up. How about you, Rick? Let me see here if we have any other interesting ones. Um, we did have a little, uh, kind of a couple of them come in here. I'm going to put them together. Uh, the first one is from Roy Vanoy. He says, when buying a used car, what percentage of commission is reasonable profit to pay the dealer in the purchase? And Tom Steckel actually had come up to help him out with this one and said, don't worry about commission. Always seek the most competitive out-the-door price for any car. And at the same time, Prashanta Ladu said, I have a question about out-the-door pricing. Once we get the best out-the-door price from multiple dealers, should we then try to get them to remove the ridiculous junk fees, or is the best OTD price going to include all those fees? Well, the purpose of getting the out-the-door price and comparing it against several dealerships is so you don't have to get an argument about the add-ons. I, if, if a dealer wants to say he's got paint sealant and, and pinstripes and, and dealer fees, uh, I don't care if I've got if that's the lowest out-the-door price. Uh, once you start playing their game, which is arguing about uh, junk fees and and uh, and uh, you know all the other garbage, the addendum labels. Once you get there, you're playing on their turf. They'll outsmart you. But if you if if you just hold on to your one thing, the the exact same car with the same MSRP and the best out-the-door price from five, six, seven, ten dealers. The best out-the-door price, you're the winner. And you don't care what he calls the profit that he took. And if he wants to take his profit in, his junk fees, take it in his dealer addendums or, or uh, uh, you know, dealer-installed accessories, that's up to him. You just want to write the check for the lowest amount of money. Do you think it'd be worthwhile to try going back to other dealers and say, hey, uh, dealer B just gave me this price. Can you beat it? If you've got a lot of time on your hands, uh, baby, uh, I would say no. I think your strongest, your strongest uh, way to do that is guarantee them you're not coming back. You know, they don't want to give you an out-the-door price because they know you're going to shop and compare that price with other dealers. Well, that's your God-given right in the marketplace, the free marketplace, to shop and compare. Obviously. That's why uh, Amazon exists because you got uh, – uh, Eight million prices to choose from, and you choose the best product at the lowest price you can find. That's the way you're supposed to buy. So you say to the dealer, uh, "I know you don't want to give me the out-the-door price because you're afraid that I'm going to shop it with another dealer." Well, you're absolutely right. I am going to. If you don't give it uh, me that out-the-door price, then there's zero chance of you selling me a car because you'll never see me again. So you have to be true to your word. And if you do give me the out-the-door price, and I can't get it beat, I'll come back and buy. Maybe you're, maybe the odds are only 20%, I'll come back. But would you rather have a 20% chance of selling me a car or zero? Hmm. And that way, 
uh, any intelligent dealer right. is going to give you the out-the-door price. And You're a businessman, right? Um, to <laughs> your YouTuber, You're a businessman, right? Twenty percent is better than nothing. Column, and that's a car buyer's guaranteed and out-the-door price, and they can go right to Erlon Cars, and it's a great read and it's a big help on how to get out without paying all these fees. Excellent. And then one last comment from Mrs. Thomas here. She says, electrics only go for short trips, terrible. And there is that factor, but if you figure that you've got an electric car, that say like the, the Tesla Model 3, I'm, I just happened to look at that earlier today, and the extended range on that one is about 330 miles. Like a regular car. So figure if you're going on a trip, you're going to drive about 300 miles in that car, and it's going to need to be charged. At that point, you're kind of ready for a break. And how long do you think it would take to get that car mm -hmm. at a supercharger? Yeah. 20 minutes. 20, yeah, 30 plus, minutes. Plus the fact, this 300-mile thing, that barrier's already been broken. Yeah. And Lucid and some other ones are up to 400. I have a... I, you're 350. Uh, Nancy and I ordered a Tesla Roadster. Yeah. And when that wait, car's going to... What? Yeah. <laughs> When did this happen? You're on vacation. <laughs> okay. And and that car has a 700 mile. Okay. Wow. So <laughs> it, it, it will be standard operating procedure now to, I mean, a year from now we'll be talking 700 miles instead of 300 miles. Who's, so who's going who's gonna to get Miss Nancy? Hmm? Who's going to get Miss Nancy the uh, one I don't know. Miss I mean, Nancy. We, we might keep oh, her out of sentiment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm up for an electric car. I was going to say my wedding anniversary is coming up. <laughs> Who? Rick's got present time coming up. Oh. That's right. Well, we're coming up on, if you can believe it, two years that we've had the Tesla. Wow. Two years. Yeah. Yeah. We celebrated over the weekend. A 700-mile range on the on the Roadster. On it's the Roadster. A, it's, it's considerably lighter. It's a smaller car. Yeah, it's faster than the, uh, the Oh, the really? And oh, does yeah. it fly? Oh, yeah. <laughs> a quick note here from Donovan. He says... Short trips, tell that to me as I'm driving to New York City from South Florida multiple times a year. Wow, well, Donovan. that's happening. Donovan's yeah. all about the electric, so he's yeah. and he and knows he's what he's board. doing. Then the you know the Toyota announced the the big the solid state battery thing that they're going to hopefully have on the road. They said by 2025 or 26, mm -hmm. and that has a 900 mile range, right? Yeah. You know, one Ooh. thing that I that I've never understood why I, I took over or took took on caught on is in Israel uh, when EVs were first around they had they came up with a really cool system is that you just swap out batteries yeah. when you buy the car you don't you don't own the car you don't own the, you don't own the battery right. you're leasing it so you swap so every time you want a car you just pull into a battery station and they flop it out it's like five minutes you, you drive over something it's probably automatic it just goes drops in yeah. on the thing and, and yeah. uh, to me that's the way to go I mean it'll work with longer range or shorter range I mean but there is no limit on you know just swap it out Wow okay folks uh, well first of all Stu Rick do you have anything for me I'm all caught up I'm uh, kind of excited to see the dog video I want to see Layla okay uh, what were what were you said yes? Just Johnny Fraidley saying, Earl pimping in a roadster. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought about that. I I know I can get in. My problem is getting out. Well, <laughs> yeah. No, he said pimping, not limping. <laughs>
when you get out, you're going to take a, a few moments just to stretch. I mean, I, 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 the cor- lot, the, I think the, the quarter uh, mile time is like eight seconds. I mean, some crazy wow. thing is just. You'll uh, never be late. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll put springs in your shoes. Uh, folks, we are going to uh, be uh, taking a look via video of Layla. Layla is our dog of the week. And uh, as Earl said earlier, Layla's been on a big dog ranch for 520 days. So uh, when you see this video, you're gonna just see how cute she is and wonder why she's been out there for so long. And most importantly, all of the fees, all of the fees are paid by Earl Stewart Toyota. And uh, also, uh, Earl's book, uh, Confessions of a Recovering Car Dealer, um, I might mention also that uh, all proceeds go to Big Dog Ranch. That book uh, is going to cost you about 18 or excuse me, about almost $20. I think it's $19.99. But all proceeds, all proceeds go to Big Dog Ranch. 100%. We don't get one nickel. Uh, you buy this book, it all goes to Big Dog Ranch Rescue. And, and ruff, Layla ruff. was... Ruff, ruff. Layla was rescued uh, with a badly injured leg uh, from, uh, uh, I, think she, I think she came in. Rick, do you know where she came in from? Um, I don't. Miami-Dade, I think. Okay, yep. yeah. Yeah, I think she came in from Miami-Dade. And uh, let's, give, let's give her a second chance. And Elsa um, is uh, the young lady in the video uh, that you'll see. And she's a volunteer, and we need more volunteers. Uh, so you can go to BigDogRanchRescue.org, uh, and you can not only take a look at all the dogs that are up for adoption, uh, but you can find out how you can volunteer. Uh, so with all of that said, we'll go to Jonathan, who run the video. Meet Layla. She is a three-year-old retriever mix who has the sweetest disposition. As you can see, she loves giving kisses and getting belly rubs and snuggles. Um, she actually came to us a little over 500 days ago with some injuries to her back leg. It's a little delay. But she's gotten all the medical attention she needs here, and she is good to go and find her forever home where she can run around and get the zoomies and I've got her on the Earl Stewart Toyota channel. As you can see, she is a beautiful girl with those light brown eyes and cute little white belly. And she is just such a sweetheart. She's super dog friendly, super human friendly. You see it, Stu? Um, and wow. she may be a little shy at first, but it's great is, to work We are watching people. this video, and she is so she sweet really looking. A great Look at those dog. beautiful legs. And <laughs> anyone would be so lucky to have this silly little girl. And she is so, just stretching out so for those belly rubs. She wants so that belly rub. We'll miss her, but we know that she's going to make the perfect pet, the best companion, and she's got so much love That is one happy dog, ha- ha- happy dog. Eyes. She's splitting, you know what that is? Stretching precious. right out, yeah. legs so spreading wide. She, she got the rear legs spread out on the grass. Yep. She likes her more than ready to find her forever home. That tail is just going a mile a minute. You'd love. have to be careful about the tail. I think she could break bones whipping that tail. She's wagging it so hard. How, did, she, how does the dog stay there for 520 days? Well, that's a good question. I mean, I, that's a perfect dog in my book. 
I think she just must have been hiding. I think she liked it so much out there that when the uh, yeah. doctors come by, she hides. She I just so, big dog ranch. Yeah, I uh, think a part of it has to they look so happy out there, you know? I mean, they're, they're, of course they're happy uh, at, the, at the ranch because there's 800 yeah, dogs out there, 1,000 dogs. How many dogs are out there? Great place. Oh, okay. We have 500, uh, as many as 500. How? I mean, the dogs... Maybe the dogs don't want to leave. So they don't let that fool you. Yeah, <laughs> They're doing. They could. I mean, I, I think literally, if I was a dog, I'd hide because I got a swimming pool. Yeah. I got. They got maternity ward. They got a doctors. They got uh, nurses. I got they got spas. They got, they got masseuses and yeah. pedicurists. And, <laughs> and isn't that nice? And we'll be out there on Wednesday, folks. Uh, so uh, we'll answer your questions so, too. Yeah. So uh, Layla, real, real quick, I just want to say that. Um, you know, we keep the videos up here, so if if you if you're listening in the car or something like that, you know, when you get home, or just look on your phone when you stop the car, go to YouTube, you know, find Roll on Cars and, and watch the video, and then it's really easy to share from that point. You just hit the little share button. You can send, you can text it to people, um, and so you, so we can get everybody seeing Layla. Five hundred twenty-eight days is, I mean, yeah, five hundred twenty, uh, but still, uh, but uh, like uh, like uh, Stu said, share. And uh, remember uh, that uh, you can go to earlsbook.com uh, or you can go to uh, Amazon and you can uh, take a look at, at Confessions of a Recovering Car Dealer. There you can purchase this book and it's definitely filled with a lot of information. You can put it on the shelf and share it with your kids, uh, share it with everyone. It's nineteen ninety nine, and all proceeds go to Big Dog Ranch. Roof. All proceeds. Roof. So you not only have all proceeds going to Big Dog Sorry. Ranch. Or you can adopt Rick. You can adopt Rick. We don't pay the adoption fees with Rick. You're on your own with that. Yeah, exactly. But the if you adopt Layla, we, we pay the adoption yeah. fees. <laughs> yeah, Rick's on his own. So Layla, is, uh, she's, you're, you're lucky enough to have all the fees paid. That's a real important part of it because it is so expensive to adopt a dog and take care of a dog today. So uh, go to... Uh, Big Dog Ranch Rescue and uh, take a look at bigdogranchrescue.org and take a look at uh, Layla. We are going to be going to the Mystery Shopping Report and uh, you're a big part of it. We want you to vote and you can do so at 772-497-6530. And uh, I believe that we mystery shopped uh, Cochran uh, Toyota. No. Yeah, before I before I read this report uh, that Stu put together for us from Agent Lightnings, I think visit. Josh did this one. Oh, Josh did. Yeah, okay, uh, I know I'm beating this. Uh, Big Dog Ranch does not euthanize dogs to death, and uh, the, it's 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 very important because. And Stu asked how many dogs we have out there. We have a huge number of dogs. One of the reasons we have a huge number of dogs is because we don't euthanize our dogs. You just heard Layla been there 521 days. So uh, it's important that we get them adopted because we, there's no other pl- nothing else we could do. We have to keep them uh, at Big Dog Ranch Rescue. The other uh, shelters that euthanize dogs, yeah, they have a heart too, but they don't have the financing to keep their dogs. So the county shelters uh, bring us the dogs and thanks to uh, Big Dog Ranch Rescue and, and, and the huge investment they have, they, they keep and maintain these dogs in style. And it costs a lot of money. And uh, Lori Simmons is the founder of Big Dog Ranch Rescue. She spends hundreds and hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars uh, herself out of her own pocket. 
and then we have contributions. So to help us make room at Big Dog Ranch Rescue, we ask you to consider fostering a dog. And we, you know, fostering a dog is just taking a dog for a couple of weeks until make space so we can bring other dogs in. But every day we're getting calls from Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Palm Beach County, Broward County with dogs that have, are going to be euthanized, and we take them into Big Dog Ranch. So we don't have the room. So please consider fostering a dog. Even if you can't keep a dog, foster a dog for a couple of weeks makes room for another dog to come in. Okay, now I'll get to my mystery shopping report of Cochrane Toyota. And uh, they're... Um, uh, North Huntington is where they're located. That's near about 20 miles from Pittsburgh. I, I Googled it. Uh, Agent Lightning was up in the Keystone State for this week's mystery shop. Their target was Co- Cochran Toyota, North Huntington, Pennsylvania. They have a respectable 4.6 Google rating. That's quite good. And their website promises that you will enjoy car buying your way with Expressway. Mm a streamlined online buying process where you can complete most uh, all of your purchases from your home. That's, that's good. That's the way buying is going. Everything's going to be online. Here's a report. I'm speaking as if I were Agent Lightning, our extremely talented mystery shopper. I arrived at Cochrane Buick. Uh, Cochrane Buick. I knew that would happen. That's that's the old Earl speaking. There was a Cochrane Buick. Buick. There was a Cochrane Buick here. Down here? F- 50 years ago. Yeah, right. And uh, and uh, Liz Cochran was Ed Cochran's on. I arrived at a Cochran Buick, uh, to, uh, Cochran Buick, I did it again, Toyota, around mid-morning, and entered through the side door. As I walked to the showroom, I noticed a gentleman who was glued to his computer screen. He stood up, approached me, introducing himself as Chad, asking me if there was anything he could assist me with. I inquired about a Toyota Highlander, XLE, I'd seen online, and showed him the ad on my phone. It displayed an MSRP of $44,077 with savings of 3042 leaving a clear-cut price of 41035 Now, that's a pretty uh, definite ad. First, it's got the MSRP, and that way it allows you to shop and compare that vehicle with other uh, Toyota dealers. And then it says a savings of 3042 and the clear-cut price is 41035 Now, we're not sure if clear-cut is out the door, but we're going to find out. What you want is the out-the-door price. Chad pointed out to the lot and confirmed that they did indeed have the Highlander in stock. Okay, they passed the first test. It wasn't bait-and-switch. The car advertised was there. He kindly asked if I could wait for three minutes while he finished up his computer work. He was very friendly, so I agreed and took a seat. After a brief wait, Chad returned. So I agreed. Okay. He requested my driver's license and retrieved the keys. We headed outside where Chad commented on the humidity of the day. Uh, I mentioned uh, that I was accustomed to way higher temperatures in Florida. There was nothing compared to my home. We shared a friendly chuckle and continued to the Highlander. While we walked around the vehicle, I checked out the window sticker. It matched the MSRP. So far, so good. No addendum. In the online ad of uh, 44077, and to my pleasant surprise, there was no addendum sticker. Chad went into his presentation. It was very knowledgeable. He explained that this particular Highlander was a discount, was on discount due to it being a front-wheel drive model, not all-wheel drive. So remember, we're in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. These, these models were less popular in area due to snowy conditions. 
I told him this obviously did not concern me, being a Floridian. So we proceeded with a test drive. Upon our return, Chad asked me for my thoughts on the vehicle. I expressed my interest and asked to see what my bottom line would be. Chad assured me he would provide those details. He then asked whether I was considering buying or leasing. You're going to hear that all the time, folks. Standard operating procedure at car dealerships. I explained my flexibility with either cash or financing, depending on the terms. It's a good answer. Chad then handed me a sheet outlining financing and lease interest rates based on the different credit tiers. Well, lease or they call them lease factors, and it's the same thing as an interest rate. <coughs> Curious about paying in cash, I asked if there were any cash discounts available. A lot of people think there are, and there aren't. Chad said the pricing would be the same regardless of the payment method. Now, interestingly, we had a Mystic Shopping report very recently. Uh, it might have been Greco, where they charged, they said right out front, if you finance, uh, we're going to charge you less. If you pay cash, we're going to charge you more. You rarely hear that. Uh, it's like a gas really, station. Yeah, right. <laughs> they would need uh, to work out the sales tax, the registration fees due to my out-of-state status. He then printed out a sheet displaying my total out the door. And, uh, again, just very simple. Um, and the only thing they added to the uh, clear-cut price was sales tax. And then that's where they stuck in a little bit here. Estimated registration and fees, uh, $692. Total purchase price, $44,190. On the second page of the printout, it explained that the registration and fees were comprised of a $238 DM fee, fee, which is a little unusual uh, terminology, yeah. and then a confession of a $449 dock fee, which is a junk fee, and $5, which is hardly worth mentioning. That is a government fee. That's a tire fee. Before we concluded, Chad encouraged me to reach out if I had any questions and said he looked forward to seeing me again soon. So... Uh, uh, so was it, did it match? Was the clear price the was it, was it the out the door? It was not. Uh, it was not. No, yeah. the clear the clear cut price okay. uh, had sales tax, uh, estimated registration and fees four hundred on it. Yeah, and they got a four hundred forty nine dollar dock fee. Uh, I'm just hoping the two thirty eight DMV fee was legit. Uh, and uh, but, but that discount was legit though. Yeah, the discount was was legit. So right. uh, it was a. Uh, Low-scale junk fee is my, uh, you know, not a, not a, a lot of junk fees, uh, four forty-nine, and uh, every time I, I go over one of these Mr. Shopping reports, I always remember that the salespeople oftentimes don't know the truth either. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't know what a dock fee is. I mean, uh, they don't explain to new salesmen and their training procedures that this is a hidden profit to the dealer. Yeah, they only find out when they get promoted. They find out when they have to be managers. Right. <laughs> right. All right, we're going to let you in on a few things here. Well, that's because <laughs> they get paid. They say it's very, it's, it's very interesting comment because uh, a lot of people don't realize that the junk fees are not part of the salesman's commission. Right. So a salesman gets paid typically 25% of what the dealer says the profit is. Now, the dealer is not telling the salesman the truth either right. because they put these dealer installed accessories, junk fees, and other garbage into the uh, selling price. Right. And they're screwing the customer and they're screwing the salesman. So if there's $1,000 of, of junk in the uh, 
advertised price that they pay is costing the salesman 250 bucks because he's supposed to get 250. He's supposed to get 25 percent on the profit. Well, uh, they're they're not telling them about all the profit. They hate it. The salespeople hate it because yeah. it's um, it's a difficult thing to overcome. It creates a, a conflict between them, yeah. and the, and they're doing it for nothing. Yeah. And even the sales managers, uh, you got to go up pretty high to to find an employee at the dealership that actually gets paid on on the junk fees. Usually, it's just the dealer um, himself, the owner, um, and it's just it's kind of money to swim from the manager, sale. Or the, yeah, somebody who's uh, in the yeah. super and up, upper upper management, and that just gets set off to the side, and everybody gets paid on, on what remains. Yeah. So uh, there, there you have it. It's uh, you know, I, every time I go out of state or go into a different region, I always marvel at the difference, and and I I I, I think about the fact that. If, if you're an honest dealer and somebody gives you a dealership in the middle of South Florida and says, okay, go sell cars, you become a lying, cheating thief. You have to, you to survive. For long. Because if you try to be honest in South Florida and you put your out-the-door price in your advertising, nobody will come in because they will go to the dealer that will advertise $1,000 less and than your price, and you never see that customer, and he doesn't care because he's adding the junk fees and raising the price, and the customer doesn't know it. If you had only not moved to northern Palm Beach County when you were still a young man, you might never have recovered. Probably, yeah. yeah. You, were, you, were, you were just far enough away from the fray yeah. to, to, to insulate yeah, When I started business with my father back in 1968, we had a, I think it was a $6.50 dealer fee. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Well, that was in fact, that's probably like $100 you know, today. It was 1968, yeah. Probably like $80 today. Probably, yeah. So it's still pretty low. Okay, we got a vote. Okay, you heard it. Cochran Buick in Remember Pennsylvania. You can vote Cochran Buick. Cochran Toyota, I'm sorry. 497-6530. <laughs> okay, let me see if I have any, uh, any coming in right now. Um, but I can tell you where I'm going right now. Um, it's pretty good to me. Uh, and not all of the dealers up there that we've shopped up in uh, Pennsylvania, because now we've done quite a few um, in central Pennsylvania. And we had, uh, a couple of months ago, we had a few that weren't, they, 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 they were pretty nasty. Yeah, really good, yeah. Um, no, no, we had, most of them are good, but we had a couple of that were, that were nasty. Um, but we don't have a special curve for Pennsylvania. No, because we don't, we don't know yeah. the area that much. So. We have the, the well, on its face then, um, I'm, I don't, my, my phone is taking a long time, so my, my grade is going to be, I'm going to give them a, a, a B plus. I think that they uh, were, they, they advertised the car, the car was there, um, nothing, nothing scary happened, uh, they have the, uh, the little dealer fee, um, but it was really easy, uh, you know, I'd, B plus. If they didn't have a dealer fee, they'd get an A. That is a small dealer fee, I mean, or junk fee. Mm -hmm. uh, what was it for? What? 400 and some. Yeah, uh, when uh, when when we got when we got rid of our dealer fee, how many years ago, Stu? Uh, two thousand and four. Yeah, so twenty years ago. Twenty years ago, our dealer fee when we had one was four ninety five, four hundred ninety five dollars. So Cochrane Toyota is actually charging less than we did, uh, all those years ago, almost twenty years ago. Yeah, um, and not to mention, I forgot to mention a big discount. I mean, that's that's. Yeah. Uh, and it's not on a Corolla. Usually, you're seeing the uh, the discounts on um, 
on like the kind of the, the bread and butter cars from Toyota. Highlander is still a pretty desired car. They do produce a lot of them, but um, to see a big discount on, on that car, is, it was it was nice to see. Uh, I mean, in this market, that's not happened yet. So we shall see. I do have text coming in. My phone is going crazy. Rick, let's jump over to you and get some grades. Okay. I've got Guy Larrabee. A solid A because of the small junk fees. One Cash says C for cheap junk fee. And Negan One, B, junk fee. They don't like those junk fees here. Tom Steckel, B, $400 dock fee is above average from what we're used to. Otherwise, a very good experience. Joseph Kelleher, B, would have been an A except for the high dock fee. Tim Gilliland, the small junk fee drops them from an A to a B plus. Johnny Z. Fraidley, A minus sounds like a good deal with the discount even with the $4.99 junk fee. Brian Sedlatko, it's a B for me. And for myself, I I think I'm going with A minus. Mm-hmm. I, I, I sounds better than a B plus. A pretty good dealership there. Yeah, I got some coming to Jonathan Del Rey. Um, Dealership gives them a B. Uh, I'm sorry, a B plus from no nonsense. Um, we got another B plus. Um, uh, now my phone's going crazy again. We got we had three B pluses from my voters. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, remember, folks, this is uh, Cochrane Toyota. They're in, uh, I believe, uh, Westmoreland County. That's not too far from Allegheny County, uh, where I used to live. And like Stu said, there's been a, a you know a few sh- uh, mystery shopping reports that have really been great out there, but the ones that are bad are real bad. So my grade this morning is going to be um, in A for Cochrane Toyota. I really like the idea that the car was right there on the lot. Um, I like yeah. the discounts and. Um, uh, you know, uh, a, a few other things uh, that uh, made my grade in a. Yeah, I agree. I, I, you you know, look like we, a rapper. If, if we had a separate <laughs> curve for Pennsylvania, uh, but we don't. And I, I think I'm going to go with a B plus. Uh, I, I almost want to give them a. You know, it's just a good. That's a good place to buy a car. Oh, you took them, Dad. We are, we just we are all doing what our dear leader was doing. So, um, yeah, my right ears start bake. Okay. Oh no. Uh, and, and also, just if you're listening and you're not in near in the greater Pittsburgh area, um, I've been up there a few times. It, it's it's not hard to drive across the state. If you're in Philadelphia or you're like uh, somewhere in another metro area where they're still doing that those crazy markups, uh, a drive over to um, the exurbs of Pittsburgh might save you a lot of money. Certainly uh, saved our, our shopper. Uh, we're being shot by something. I think you're creating feedback. <laughs> Um, yeah, you can travel. It's not that far. You can make it over to um, what's the name of the town? They're 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 pretty close. If you're if the, uh, for Cochrane, yeah, Cochrane, Cochrane was uh, North Huntington in, in North Huntington. Uh, Westmoreland County. Yeah, heck, if you even if you're in uh, and it's uh, it, there's I think the population there is like uh, four thousand people or okay. less, you know, uh, and it's uh, not that very far from uh, Pittsburgh. <clears throat> there you go. Okay, so there you have it, Rick. Do you have anything for us? We're caught up here. Okay. Let, let me what remind you, you here, because we do these uh, 
Mystery Shopping Reports, we always go with the dealership. Our recommendation is sh shave your sh your shoe leather and your gas gas uh, driving around town. Uh, online is the only way to go. And and if you're not an online kind of a person, uh, find a, a son or a daughter or, or a friend or somebody that's online because you're really wasting your time. Uh, it's it, it just you get yourself all upset going head to head with these car dealers and you can do it all online and the nice thing about that is you can do instead of shopping three dealers like we say never buy you know, for that matter you get a major repair without at least three uh, three prices when you're online buying you could get 20 prices I mean you could go to a dealer in a hundred mile radius and you might say I'm not gonna drive a hundred miles uh, to buy a car, well, you might drive 100 miles if you could save $1,000. So it, 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 just think about it. You want to buy a Chevrolet? You go out to 25 Chevrolet dealers online, and you, you, you hone your email expertise, your telephone expertise. You get yourself uh, a special email address so they can't hound you to death when, they, when you deal with an email. You don't give them your real phone number. And... Uh, uh, you know, you, you can sit back and just get a hell of a price on a car. Here's a cool little feature. I don't know if everybody knows about it. If you have an iPhone, um, um, iPhone will, when you fill out a form, anytime you f there's a form on a website, ask for your email address. You have the option, you can put your email address in, um, or you can use a function that's called hide my email. And it pops up on those forms, and it happens. It works on car dealers' websites too. So you don't have to go and create a free email account, which does take some time, and it's that's not that easy to do. But you hit hit hide my email. Apple will make up an email address for you on the spot, and forward it to you. And then the moment that you get tired of getting emails from these people, you just you just hit a button, and they. I didn't know and, that. That's a great idea. It will never Is be forwarded right? to you. Yeah. It's called hide my email, and it happens automatic. Go to a website. And any website that calls for email, it'll give you that option. Wow. It's pretty cool. I use it all the time. Um, the only downside is if you, you f it's it's you'll forget what those email addresses are, but they're stored on, on the phone. You can find them, so you can you yeah. don't have to write them down or anything. Well, you make it clear when you go out to the forbid that uh, you want an out the door price, and if you don't get the out the door price, then you'll never hear from me again. If you give me the outdoor yeah. price, I will shop and compare it. And if you have a lowest price, I will buy the car from you. I'm a ghost or Maybe not? We'll it's up to you. <laughs> you know, that's, that's just a thought. Mentioning right now, um, earlier this week, a friend uh, sent that uh, email over. Oh, that was USA Today the fees on this very subject. That he yeah. shared with you. What's that? The fees that he had shared with you that you said you wanted to discuss. Yeah, you know, uh, everybody's on to it now. You know, you know, when USA Today comes out, uh, and the more publicity, I mean, we've been the, the voice in the wilderness shouting about junk fees for 20 years. And uh, it's good that, uh, you know, some of the major publications and even TV are talking about it now. Uh, everybody's on junk fees, unfortunately, are attacking uh, hotel chains, they're attacking uh, re rental car companies, and they're not going directly after the dealers yet, but junk fee, the uh, reason we changed our name, you know, our reference to uh, dealer fees is because junk fee is perfect, and that, that's what dealer fees are, they're junk fees. So uh, I, I think it's only a matter of time before people will be aware of it. Yeah, absolutely. So many, credit cards, airlines. Yeah, everybody does it. It makes, uh, makes car dealers look practically, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, Not greedy. yeah, and 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 the the reason they exist 
is because the lobbying, I talk about the National Automobile Association, uh, the state associations, even local associations. They have a Miami association, a Tampa association in Florida. So all these associations are just fund gatherers from dealers, and they are putting the money to get the people elected that will let them continue to do what they're doing. So that's the reason the travel companies are getting away with it, and the reason the rental car companies are getting away with it is because they are not prosecuted. They're not the the regulators leave them alone. But I'm feeling a change coming. Yeah. Okay, folks. Um, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. A special thank you to Agent Lightning uh, for the uh, great work that she does week in and week out on our mystery shopping reports. And uh, again, uh, we want to uh, you know welcome Stu back to the show. And uh, also, don't forget uh, Layla. Uh, Layla is waiting for you to take a look at her, and you can do that at Big Dog Ranch rescue.org you can take a look at all the dogs out there and most importantly as Stu mentioned earlier all the fees are paid and that makes it uh, more affordable to you to rescue uh, these beautiful dogs that are out there and you can even uh, when you adopt or you can uh, uh, What's, what was that? Foster. Oh, yeah. I was speechless there for a second. And I see by the clock that we have just about five minutes left. So uh, I'm going to switch the uh, mic over to the recovering car dealer. Uh, we collected a lot of information this morning, and maybe you want to share that with the audience. Well, um, I don't know how many folks out there are, are in the market for an electric vehicle. And I hate to, uh, I, you know, because Nancy and I have a Tesla, we've, she just re- told me we've had it for two years now. doesn't seem that long. But um, if you haven't uh, considered uh, an electric vehicle, uh, right now uh, Tesla, and I'm not doing a commercial for Tesla, but uh, we happen to love the vehicle. A lot of people love the vehicle, and they're dominating the market. It's become a political thing, and a lot of people you know, either hate or love Elon Musk and, and talk about that. But... Uh, the fact of the matter is, uh, they have they have cars in a full range of pricing right now. Uh, uh, if you're if you're gonna buy a new vehicle, uh, at least drive one. Uh, go to a, a Tesla dealership. They're not dealerships as we know dealerships. They're owned by the manufacturer. Uh, you're, you're treated royally in a Tesla dealership. Uh, there's no pressure. The salespeople are not on commission. Uh, there are, are there's there's no rush to buy. You're going to have to probably order the car, although they do have some available in stock. And uh, test drive the car. Yeah, uh, they were really great out there. And it, uh, it, it, it wasn't, I, we didn't even get home, and I had already received an email from them. And uh, they, they were very informed. There was no pressure. And uh, I could take uh, whatever Tesla they had available, you know, uh, down in, uh, I believe the location was West Palm Beach. I don't think it was Riviera Beach. Uh, but um, I could uh, test drive uh, the vehicle if I wanted. Yeah, I just got through telling people or advising people, don't go into a dealership. If you're going to buy an electric vehicle, and it isn't just Tesla, but the, the electric vehicles are sold directly by the manufacturers. In our experience, shopping Tesla and Lucid, and who else have we tested electric vehicles? I think another. Rivian. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Rivian. And we, you're treated like uh, you should be treated. It's like you go into an Apple store or you go into Target or you go into uh, Costco. They treat you with respect and courtesy. There's no pressure. 
and uh, they give you the out-the-door price, and they encourage you to shop and compare. So yeah, even if you don't different. want an EV, uh, go into an EV dealer just to find out how you should be treated when you go into a car dealership. Yeah, it's altogether a different uh, approach in uh, purchasing you know, uh, a uh, Tesla, or if you want to lease, which is the best way to go? Rick? Oh, I thought you had your hand up. I, I just thought, you know, for a dealership in Pennsylvania, though, wouldn't it almost make sense if you could fly there for a reasonably low price, mm-hmm. get a ride over to the dealership, you pick up your car. They'd probably pick you up. And turn it into a little vacation there with, you got Hershey, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. you got the Lancaster County area that's a beautiful area to visit, and then take a nice leisurely drive back home, getting used to your new car. Yeah, even in North Huntington, in Westmoreland County, there's so much to see there. Even though it is a small town, the museums are beautiful, and uh, you always uh, take an event and turn it into a vacation when you're on the road. Why not, you know? You do that a lot. Live life and enjoy it. You make it sound like a whole lot of fun. Uh, folks, I hope you had a lot, whole lot of fun. Uh, we enjoyed your company. You're a big part of the show. And uh, without you, we wouldn't be here. I want to thank you. Uh, all of us want to thank you. And uh, to wish you a very nice weekend. We'll be right back here next week. Same time, 8 a.m. Enjoy your weekend. Bye-bye. <laughs>